How is everybody doing this fine Sunday morning? I am going to go live with you folks, and then I'm going to work out, and then I'm going to enjoy the beautiful 90-degree, completely sunny day right outside at the pool in the backyard and chill and get a little sun on me and have a nice day. Uh, likely, while I'm laying there, continue to pissing people off on Twitter because I've been pissing people off on Twitter all weekend. So... I hope all of you are having a fabulous weekend. I am having an incredible, incredible, incredible day. I want to tell everybody we have some slots up for our coaching that is available right here. And we also uh, have No Morbidity for sale at all of these places. This is No Morbidity can be purchased at theambrosiacollective.com and at vitaminshop.com. At vitaminshop.com, you get 10% off on a recurring deal. Uh, and if it, so it's delivered to your uh, house free of shipping and recurring every single month from Vitamin Shop. It's a great deal. But I did also want to tell everybody that right now there is a Memorial Day sale going on at Tiger Fitness. It's 15% off all the top brands. And uh, no morbidity is with Ambrosius. We are in one of the top brands. So you can get 15% off your 15% uh, off of your no morbidity, which is our non-stimulant, non-thermogenic-based appetite suppressant that is helping tens of thousands of people right now to lose weight, keep it off, and build healthier lifestyles so then they can get off of no morbidity and still have the healthy lifestyle to go on with it. It also doesn't have these deleterious side effects like some of these uh, weekly injectables that are causing people to have things like uh, joining the shit your pants club or shit the bed club. Like people are complaining that Ozempic is making them shit the bed. Also, there's a new thing called Ozempic butt um, that is a Ozempic face and Ozempic butt. What is what, Why are people taking this crazy shit that is causing these horrible things and what that likely is from? And I'll probably be doing a video about that later on this week. But what that is likely from is the fact that Ozempic makes people lose more muscle mass than if you just lost weight without it. So the glutes are a large muscle group. So therefore they lose the muscle off their ass, which is incredibly, incredibly unhealthy for your long-term health because posterior chain health is in fact longevity. If you have a strong posterior chain, which is all the, the back of your muscles, you can pick yourself up, move everything like that. So it's just amazing how people are just, it's, it's so we, we live, we live in the upside down. We really do. I'm going to say hi to everybody, and then we are going to talk about how Russell Brand discusses how stupid people making stupid decisions makes them stupider when it comes to their food. Um, I am very, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm a, a big fan of Russell Brand, even though I don't agree with everything he says politically all the time. Uh, but I'm a very big fan of his. Uh, I like that he has had the absolute cojones, cojones, uh, to in fact, speak up against all of this insanity. I would love to actually have an interview with him at some point in time, but um, seeing as how he has, well, very likely has no idea who the fuck I am, I don't think that's going to happen. But Cactus Patch, how are you doing? Again, this is where you can get our three months worth of coaching. We uh, have daily communication, weekly video conferences. We help people adjust their lifestyles bit by bit by bit to healthier versions. So please do check that out. Um, this is where you can get all of uh, all, all the Ambrosia or all of our no morbidity products. Frudlin, how are you doing? The puppy is doing amazing. She just went for a walk. Crystal's playing with her right now. Space Shuttle Door Gunner. <laughs> What's up, man? Skybomb Savar, how you been, man? Anastasia Eloise. Elite Eloise, I think it is. Uh, Manga Christian Eloise again. Losing muscle mass is the last thing I would want. Losing muscle mass is the last thing anybody should want. Because when you lose muscle mass, like I downsized muscle mass because I had more muscle mass on me than I likely should weigh. So... I downsized about 20 pounds of muscle mass when I lost my 100 pounds because I didn't want to be, you know, 200 pounds. I wanted to be I, I, I'm hoping that when I'm fully, fully like leaned out for my birthday, 
I'll be somewhere around 178 pounds. That's where I'm going to be. Like I'll be under, under 180 pounds, very likely, very, very likely. And just nice and lean, full muscles, everything, you know? Uh, and that's the muscle mass I'm going to maintain for my frame. It makes it so I have very, 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 very good cardio. Uh, my resting heart rate is in the mid 40s. Uh, I'm just, it's, it's much better for me. Anyway, uh, Sidra. Hi, Alan. Love the pup. Uh, also, uh, love how Ruffalo brand is. That's, I love it too. Very good. Moonchild, Sabrina. How's everybody doing? Heather McSwain, how are we doing? So I just thought we would get to it because it's a, I think it's a decently long video, but here is Russell Brand. And we are going to discuss what he discusses because I think it's rather important that people actually understand how this works. And I tell you this right now, uh, for a lot of this, if you want proof of this, you can just go over to my Twitter feed. That's the MFing COO on Twitter. Um, I post, we did a video about this on Friday where I posted a video. They're still complaining. They're still so upset that I said that this woman that is built like Homer Simpson is built like Homer Simpson because she's built like Homer Simpson. Uh, and they're so upset, like so, so, so upset. Uh, and I'm enjoying every second of it. You guys know how I am. You guys absolutely know how I am. Uh, this video, by the way, will be on my podcast channel, Alan Roberts Uncensored. I still have to load the two from Friday. So they'll be loaded this morning too. I just, we, we had a lot going on and we decided to chill for a little bit. So uh, everybody, here we go. The food you're eating is not only causing you cancer, it's also making you stupid. Things I've talked about on this channel many, 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 many times already. I, that's the thing. I, and, I, and I appreciate everybody, like larger people with larger audiences, bringing this to people's attention. But if you just peruse through my content uh, for the last five years, you will see how I have shared many studies that we've known this, how... The ultra processed foods that we are eating when eaten in like the latest study was from 2022, I believe, from Brazil. And it shows that people that eat 20 percent or more uh, of their food from ultra processed foods that after six to 10 years, eight years being the mean or being excuse me, the medium, uh, that they show a 28 percent increased rate of cognitive decline and a 25 percent increased rate of executive function in the brain. That is staggering but it also again you can go to my twitter feed at the mfing coo right here and you can see that the fat people are in fact irrational childish have very little critical thinking or logic skills to themselves uh and this explains a lot of the reasons why there's also this thing called neuroinflammation that when your body is in a constantly uh, constant state of inflammation that it does actually go through the blood brain barrier and cause inflammation in the hippocampus and things like that, which does cause depression. It causes uh, things like childish behavior. And again, you can check out my Twitter feed for this. I'm loving it. Hello there, you 6.4 million Awakening Wonders. Thanks for joining me on this voyage to truth and freedom. We live in a world where all about us there is corruption, but also there is great beauty within you and all around you. Stay connected to nature. Stay connected to your breath. Don't feel afraid. We are going to win. We are going to win together. Turn on the notification bell right now and subscribe to our channel. We make content every single day for you because we love you, because we respect you, because it's working. It's actually working. Join us every day on Rumble. We do an hour-long show there where we talk about important stuff i'm gonna argue it does it's not working all that well russell uh we just continue to get fatter and fatter and fatter and people get continue to be more and more and more uh dependent on pharmaceutical medications like i find it funny like you know people are, uh, about this about these videos i keep posting of these people gorging themselves with food uh, like i'm fat and i don't care i'm gonna eat whatever i want 
And I say, like, people are like, leave these people alone. They don't affect you. Like, you know, or I, the, the latest one was, that's just an average day's food. Like, it's an average day's food for a glutton. And the problem is the average American eats way too much fucking food. The average American is also viscerally morbidly obese. The average American is viscerally morbidly obese. According to 2018 statistics from the CDC, the midsection of most people in America is more than 60% of their total height. That is viscerally obese. That is pathetic. 60% of all Americans are on at least one pharmaceutical medications to maintain their daily function or keep them alive on a daily basis. 80% of America has some sort of metabolic dysfunction. Claiming that that's what everybody does is the fucking problem. Like claiming that like, like oh, that's what everybody eats. That's the fucking problem. She, she's average size. That's the fucking problem. Average size is fat as fuck. Average size in America is morbidly obese. Viscerally morbidly obese is the average size in America. They're just statistics. They're data. It's like we've known how visceral fat and the waist to height ratio is even more predictive of serious uh, negative outcomes, including longevity and chronic illness development for Decades, we have known that visceral fat, the beer belly, is very bad for you. We have known this. And now women are the ones with the beer bellies. Women are built like Homer Simpson in America. Pretty fucking sad, huh? Stuff that you care about and try and have fun while we're doing it, even though a lot of the stuff we talk about is difficult. For example, you know food? Yeah, what? Food, what I require in order not to die. That you require in order that you die because most food is now so bad for you, you'd be better off just eating tablets and staring off into limitless space, drooling. A new study suggests that much of the processed food we're eating is not only causing us cancer and diabetes and heart disease, it's also literally making us stupid and therefore easier to manage. Good. I have said this forever. Crystal is, Crystal is the one who tells me, she's like, they're doing it on purpose so we're more manageable. She, she said that years ago. They're making they're make, people eat these things because it makes them irrational, stupid. It makes them addicted to these things, and it makes them easier to manage. I mean, it, it's 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 she's genius, but it, I mean, it's she said it years ago. Good news all round. When you get sick, they can sell you the medicine, and you'll be a lot less trouble when they're lying to you the whole time. Let's get. That's right into this story. We all know processed foods aren't really good for us physically. So why are we all eating it? Like, why are we not using our collective intelligence and the ingenuity, the genius of people that have brought about technological and medical revolutions to get food in some sort of fit state for human consumption? Why are we still eating food that we know isn't good for us? You know what you're told? Oh, this is a choice that you should make at the level of the consumer. But I also know for basically a fact that it's people that are working all the time, don't have enough money, poor, bored, broken people are eating food that's bad for them. Why are we not spending time looking at ways of growing food locally where yep. possible? Only transporting food around the world when necessary. Having I talk about this all the time. Russell, you're awesome. As our aim, optimal, healthy, nutritious food for us all. Why are we not doing that? Because it's not profitable and it's better to have people stupid and sick all the time. That's not only is it not profitable, but it's more profitable to have people stupid and sick. Because if people are stupid and sick, they can be told, just take this pill to help you with your sickness. And then that pill causes them to need another pill. Like, the, like for instance, like the, like come back to Ozempic again. Do people really not realize that something that has such horrible side effects when you first start taking it and keep taking it, they expect that you to be on that forever. 
You don't think that that is going to cause you to have some sort of other very serious physical issue that they're then going to give you another pill that also has other different side effects for? Like, it's ridiculous, kind of. It's, I mean, like, it it is this cascading thing where the... It, when I was growing up, it was horrible to like, oh my God, are they on medication for their heart? Oh, wow, they better get their shit together. You know, like, because people didn't want to be on heart medications. Like, heart medications were for 70 year olds and 80 year olds. Diabetes was for like old people, not teenagers, not 12 year olds. Now, everybody is addicted to pharma. Everybody's addicted to the food and pharma. Everybody. Sounds like you know that, right? But new research suggests they could hurt our mental health as well. A new study out of Italy links ultra-processed foods to depression. And some of you out there might be at higher risk. You know that, right, already, don't you? As soon as you eat a bunch of processed foods, you eat a bunch of crisps, yep. chips, chocolate, yep. ice cream, whatever. There's the moment, the delicious thrill of hacking through the evolutionary code. Oh, my God, I've got all this sugar and fat. But then, I'm not a good person. I'm a failure. I don't belong here. Because you're eating stuff you're not supposed to eat for hundreds of thousands, collectively millions of years. We ate food that was scarce and difficult to attain. You yes. know I'm a vegan. You know, I've got no problem if other people eat meat, if that's their deal. But try not to eat heavily processed food, heavily processed sugars and seed oils. And this is why I can rock with him, because he's not one of the fucking crazy ass vegans. <laughs> you know, like, this is why I can rock with Russell Brand, because frankly, I agree. Like... There's no, the, we evolved as people that had to have a very serious caloric output to attain food to have a very serious caloric input. It was like a checks and balances, right? We don't have that anymore at all uh, whatsoever. People can expend one calorie pressing a gas pedal and then gather thousands and thousands and thousands of calories through a window and then gorge it without ever standing up. Like if you can actually like sit down in your car if you can expend 50 calories to attain 3,000 calories, especially when those calories are going to make you want more calories, that is a problem, right? Like, it is, it is so ridiculous. These things are killing us. Now, I'm not better than you. I'm doing it as well. But wouldn't it be better if in this issue, as well as other issues, the culture around us helped us, suggested good things rather than profitable things? So you get some patronizing. Why don't you try five a day? But what you don't get is we're going to control the price of good food. We're going to tax and prohibit food that's bad for you from being sold. We're going to help you. What's the point in a society if all it does is supports powerful business interests while turning you into a dumb, thick, cancer-ridden lump. We're eating. Very fucking well said, Russell. Well, what is the point? Like, uh, if, it, if it's going to turn you into a dumb, thick, cancer-ridden, that's very fucking. I go, Russell. Ultra-processed food makes up nearly sixty percent of American diets. That's the fucking problem. That is the fucking problem. You know what I'm going to eat today? Meat and likely some veggies. That's it. That's it. You know what? I, I, I might have. Some, I'm gonna have some berries. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna have the. Oh no, I'm not. I have a piece of uh, Crystal made me a gluten-free coffee cake, so I will have a piece of almond flour coffee cake tonight as my tr sweet treat. But normally it's berries with some protein powder on it. Like people need to get there faster. Like uh, you know, and even and even then, that's that's the processed food I'm gonna eat is gonna be less than 10% of my total daily caloric intake. Never. I have many days where I don't eat any processed food. Many days where it is I have beef or pork 
and veggies many days. And I'm very happy about it because it's highly flavored food and I love it very, very, very much. You know, I'm, I don't feel restricted at all with how I eat. And again, I am on no morbidity and our product two uh, and all, all sorts of other things that help me where I don't have physical hunger anymore. Uh, I've actually like I for myself personally, I've cracked the code where I am just not hungry. Uh, I get plenty of hydration, day, which reminds me one gallon down right now. Gallon two starts when I'm done talking to you folks. But 60% of American diets is made up of uh, ultra processed foods. Remember when I recited to you that study that stated that 20% or more eaten over a long period of course of time had a 28 increase rate of decline for cognitive function and a 25% increase decline of executive function, which is self-starting, perseverance, uh, maturity, um, task, uh, you know, being able to do tasks, those sorts of things. So imagine what 60% is going to do to the American people. Like this is, this is a real world thing that we, this is not something we can look past. This is not, oh my God, uh, you know, I, I need a better bicep exercise. This is people are gluttoning themselves to stupidity and sickness. And then they're too fucking stupid to realize they're sick. And then these companies, mainstream media, social media, the pharmaceutical industry and big food is able to prop them up and be like, look how gorgeous Lizzo is. She's awesome. She's so hippy dippy with her food, even though she eats almost all ultra processed foods. They're going to keep like, like people, they, they, they prop up Tess Holiday as if she's a role model. She's the only, the only thing she rolls is when she falls to the side and is on an incline because she'll roll downhill because she's round. more processed foods than ever and ultra processed food make up nearly 60 percent of americans diets on that's average that's not just processed that's ultra processed hey whoa whoa where you going we've already and the difference between process and processed and ultra processed process is like cheese is processed even something even meats are processed if they're cured if they are just if they are uh dried or stuff like that but ultra processed is they're stripped of nutrients stripped down chemical laden uh, and emulsified, uh, all, all those things. Process that. Yeah, I know. But we're going to ultra-process it. A diet heavy in ultra-processed food could be responsible for increasing your risk of depression. I'm loving it. And how many people are depressed in America? Like, everybody. Like, I've never seen so many people, like, be like, they're, like, flaunted. Like, uh, you know... What, being depressed is something you should fix and you're not going to be able to not be depressed when you're eating ultra processed. I've said it for fucking ever, but eating ultra processed foods is going to make you depressed. It is, it destroys your mental health. Being fat as fuck is going to make you depressed too, because you're in a constant inflammatory state, constantly in pain. And again, neuroinflammation. We, I understand nobody wants to admit this, but it is way over the tipping point. And the reason why is because these things are facts. We know this shit. And then people don't want to look upon themselves. Well, if I say that this person should stop eating that, then I got to stop eating this. Fucking stop eating it then. You, you people are fucking insane. Australian researchers say even packaged products sold as healthy may leave us 
feeling down. Down. Down under, more like. Have you seen Bluey? These days, there's plenty of factory food at our fingertips. Ultra-processed foods are typically um, foods that come in packages and they typically include a long list of ingredients, so things like artificial sweeteners and emulsifiers. Yeah, so even if you are vegan or you're a carnivore, we're not at war with one another. If you're eating those kind of... Russell, I would, I, 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 so I hope I get to meet him someday, for real. I really do. Vegan foods that has that long list. Oh, I do sometimes eat because they're delicious, because they're one of the few things that make being vegan bearable. Then you're participating in the problem. You're eating stuff that is not good for you. Society's not going to do it for us, is it? The government's not going to do it. Big corporations no, aren't going to do it. We need to do it ourselves. We're going to have to do it ourselves. We're going to have to individually awaken and support one another. We're going to have to help one another along the path. We're going to have to check. Yes, we need to help one another. And by helping one another, we can no longer ignore it. Every fat person you know, and if you are one of those, beg them to get help. Beg them to do better. Beg them. Beg them. Beg them to get help. Because we as a society have reached, we are over the tipping point. We are over the tipping point. Beg them. Beg every single one of them to get help. Because it is way past time. Way, 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 way past time. It's it's not even, it's not even... We're so because the statistics. I'm gonna guarantee you if they if they actually did the statistics, I can guarantee you it would absolutely be 55 it, it, between 50 and 60 percent morbid or 50 to 60 percent obesity and likely 33 percent morbid obesity. More more people are morbidly obese and like and that, that people think is okay, especially by waist to height ratio. If we just went the waist to height ratio, we could end all these arguments about the BMI bullshit. It's even more predictive anyway. It's what we should do. Check in one. Are you eating well? Are you doing all right? Have you had any broccoli today? I've got kids. I know how hard it is. You have to almost hold a gun to their heads to get them to eat a bit of spinach or something green. We're going to have to do this collectively together because they're not going to do it for us. Now, Deakin University's Dr. Melissa Lane has linked the consumption of lots of packet meals and snacks with having the blues. The blues. Australia, even the news in Australia is so casual. I had the blues so bad that I couldn't stay alive no much longer. It found those whose diets were comprised of at least 30% ultra-processed foods were at much higher risk of psychological distress. People who... I mean, this is all we've not... Like, this is the problem. And America eats 60% ultra-processed food. They're talking 30%. America's double that shit. And you wonder why everybody's on some sort of depression medication. Why we, why we, we hand out uh, medic- medications for mood stabilization and bad thought blockers and whatever fucking cute word you want to fucking put to it, like they're fucking chiclets. We just like throw them out the fucking people. It's fucking ridiculous. We, we should not give people medications until they fix their lifestyle. If you are still depressed when you are eating well and exercising and stuff like that, you likely need medication. If you are not eating well or getting exercise and are on, and are on antidepressants, you are not helping yourself. You are just masking it. You are making yourself depressed and then making it so you need to take the medication. It is reality. It's just it's just facts.
who were eating more ultra-processed foods had about a 23% increased risk of depression. Yeah, that's quite significant. You are much more likely to be depressed if you're eating that stuff. Let me know in the chat in the comments. Are you feeling all right? Right. Is the answer no? Are you eating a lot of processed food? Right. right. That's part of it. Can you not afford to eat other food? Right. That's another part of it. Do you have no access to delicious... If you are eating ultra-processed foods, you are, get, you are getting drive-through most of the time. I mean, that's, let's be real. If you, it, it is a matter of people don't want to spend the time to do so. I have arriving to my house today an entire big like Boston pork butt. I am going to put it in the Instapot. I am going to, I am going to cut the fat cap off of it. I'm going, to, I'm going to render down the lard and use that instead of butter for eggs and things like that. And then I am going to put it in my Instapot with some seasonings and I'm going to make delicious like barbacoa pork meat or uh, whatever it's called, carnita meat. And I'm going to eat off that pretty much all week. Uh, between that and the ground meat I'm going to eat, I have about total for myself as somebody that consumes about a pound and a half of a pound to a little bit more than a, like a, from between a pound and a pound and a half of meat a day. I've got something like $50 this week tied up in all of my meat. $50. Do you know what veggies we're going to do? We're, make, we're, we're making sprouts in the kitchen again right here, which we are going to have those. She's going to make a delicious dressing for them. We've got some peppers and we're growing other shit too. Our grocery bill has dramatically minimized. One, since I stopped binging. Two, since I cook all my own food from scratch. And three, we don't eat ultra processed crap. And no prescription medication costs. Delicious organic food that could grow abundantly if we were willing to alter systems that benefit the most powerful institutions and interests in the world. What are we going to do? The potential mood lowering fodder is not just limited to buns and burgers. Delicious. Nope. I'd love to eat that thing. If I was in that room, I'd snatch that out of that man's house, eat it, and then lick what remained out of his mouth. Things like diet <laughs> soda, things that we might consider to be relatively healthy <laughs> for us. I mean, this all looks normal. Firstly, that's the food that I grew up on, and it's still the food I crave right now. While the packet stuff is often cheaper it's not always the case this protein bar just cost me three dollars compared to this apple which was 70 cents <laughs> the mainstream you know what i might do chuck it up in the air like that and catch it again leading dietitian susie burrell says there's growing evidence that manufactured food may impact the microbes in our digestive yep. system we have known for quite some time that a high intake of ultra-processed food has a profound effect on the health of the gut microbiome, which we're learning also has a profound effect over our mental health. Things like microbiomes and gut health and the complexity of biochemistry and the body and our relationship between food, that's stuff that people just didn't talk about that long ago. But isn't it sort of odd that stuff your grandparents used to tell you, like eat your greens, eat your vegetables, it will help you grow, is all proven to be true. We evolved in harmony, of course, with the foods that we eat. We are creatures that are products of our environment. Part of the process of civilization is dominion over our environment. In extremis, what that means is we sort of ignore the fact that we had anything to do with it. We're creatures in a zoo. Yes. We're no longer aware that we yep. are part of the sky and the trees and the- Yeah, we're part of the system. Like you should put, like you should cook your own food. Like, I mean, it's so ridiculous. You should not be fed like livestock. You know, all sorts of, all, all these people are like, oh, you know, you know farm-raising meats is bad. They're farm-raising you, motherfuckers. They're farm-raising you. No shit. 
the soil. I don't mean this in a hippy dippy way, just in a factual way that you evolved alongside it. You're supposed to harmonize with it continually. This is not a moral argument about the types of diet you have. This is a financial argument. There are certain financial and economic interests that benefit from you eating certain food. And since the advent of agriculture onwards, whilst it has solved the problem of starvation, it's also solved the problem of healthiness, of eating a varied and balanced diet based on your own personal needs and what your environment wants you to eat because you are your environment. You're not separate from nature. You are nature. You're not separate from God. You are God. Will you please eat healthy food and try your best to fight against the machine that wants you dumb and stupid and sick and ill? I'm loving it. So the fresh advice is... If it doesn't look like food, it's probably not a good idea. Emily Rice. (laughs) I mean, how, how hard is that? If it doesn't look like food, you probably shouldn't eat it. No shit, motherfuckers. Like... How how dumb have we gotten? Like, do we have, actually need to even say that? Like, how how moronic is it? If it doesn't look like food, you probably shouldn't eat it. I got a newsflash for you. You probably shouldn't be eating things that are blue. You know, like I mean, you probably should not be like you, the, like everybody's addicted to these uh, fire hot Cheetos. That's not food. That's not food. That's like. They remind me of like little popcorn stuffers in the big boxes and stuff like that that just have like yellow stuff on them. It, it's so insane to me. Like it, it's not food. Nine news. Let's have a look at some more details around the story of how we're being slowly poisoned and made sick. Like that film, The Phantom Fred, but they make us ill so they can look after us. Are you ill, mate? Are you not very well? Yeah, I could be self a dicky belly. Do you want some medicine? Not really. You're having some. Now, obviously, we have to do a little commercial. I hope to God it's for something healthy and that I can make it amusing. Let's have a look at me. Good. Okay, so while he's doing that commercial, I wanted to let everybody know about this one. Oops. One second. Here's the Memorial Day sale. Memorial Day from TigerFitness.com. We got an amazing sale. Check it out. 15% off our top 15 brands. But wait, that's not all. $75 orders. Get this free MTS Nutrition t-shirt, but that's not all. $149 and above. Get either a free Tiger Fitness hat or a box of 12 outright bars. Get it now, tigerfitness.com. Happy Memorial Day. That's not a game. So go get your, uh, check out the Memorial Day sale. And we're back with Russell Brand right here. Boom. It's like some breakfast cereal, snack bars, frozen meals, and virtually all packaged sweets, among many other things, is linked to unwelcome health outcomes like an increased risk of diabetes, obesity, and even cancer. That should just be how you explain all the time. Hey, you know this stuff causes cancer. It should be like cigarettes. Causes cancer. Causes diabetes. Do you think that the lobbying money that big food spends isn't about, could you just slow down the eventual revelation that our product is killing its market so we can just wait for a few more to be born so we can carry on killing them? That's what their lobbying money is for. All yep. of Unilever and Kraft and Great Big Company's own thousands of brands. You shouldn't be drinking Coca-Cola. You shouldn't be eating McDonald's. Of course you shouldn't. You know that. You don't... That's the thing. People know they shouldn't be eating these things. Like deep down, you know. You know it. Like like nobody can tell me when like, and not only should we not be eating them, you definitely shouldn't be feeding them to your fucking children. But here's what happens. Right now, If you, and again, go to my Twitter feed and look at all these, these young people that are saying, well, that's how I eat. That's the problem. That's how they've likely eaten all the time. And they are literally, and I mean literally fucking demented. They're so stupid. It's insane to me. Their skew on what is health is completely devoid. 
Like I can probably count two dozen times this past weekend where I've been told that I am less healthy than this morbidly obese woman. And people, they think it, they really mean it. Like they, like I, I have, you know, like I'm the, I'm the one with orthorexia or anorexia or whatever, because I've lost weight. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. You need me to tell you. And if you do need me to tell you, God help you, because I'm an idiot. But more recent studies point to another major downside to these often delicious, always convenient foods. They appear to have a significant impact on our minds too. Of course, your mind's not going to be separate, is it? You're not going to be all eating. It is so ridiculous that people think like, well, I know that these foods cause diabetes, and they cause cancer, and they cause non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, and they cause cardiovascular disease, and they cause, you know, uh, osteoarthritis, and they cause bone deterioration, and they, ca- and they cause all these other issues. But my brain, I'm sure it doesn't affect my brain at all. It's so stupid. I mean, like, like society is dumb, like dumb, dumb, dumb. Like, fuck, the aliens don't visit the aliens don't come take us over because we're their entertainment. They're probably sitting up in the fucking sky laughing at us. Eating like sugar and processed stuff. And then like, I've realized there is no boundary to the self. We are continually breathing in and out. We are one. You're going to be like, oh God, I just had a poo and a bit of my bum fell out. Roughly 60% of the calories in the average American diet come from highly processed so foods. So Research bad. in the past 10 years or so has shown that the more ultra processed food a person eat, the higher the chances that they feel depressed and anxious. A few studies have suggested a link between eating ultra-processed foods or UPFs and increased risk of cognitive decline. They're making us stupid. 70% of the packaged foods sold in the United States are considered ultra-processed, the vast majority. They're increasingly edging out healthier foods in people's diets and are widely consumed across socio-economic groups. Which means it's getting worse, which is why these What I Eat in a Day videos on TikTok are incredibly fucking dangerous and irresponsible like just incredibly absolutely dangerous and irresponsible because it's getting worse the more this is encouraged the stupider people are going to get the sickly more sickly we're going to get we have reached an unsustainable level of societal illness already and it's only getting worse and propagating this is only getting worse we need to have like a reckoning in society about these things because we cannot support this like not not only is it bad for the person, but it's bad for the environment. It's bad for fucking the 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 healthcare system. I say this all the time. This is the fight. This is the issue. This is the main issue. People are not only like people are poisoning themselves to stupidity, cancer, cardiovascular disease, diabetes, and then expecting because they're stupid as fuck now, expecting everybody to have to pay for their unhealthy actions. And the reason that is, is because the vast majority of people eat like this. 60% of, of American diet. That's not 60% of Americans. That's 60% of American diet. So for every one person like me who eats very little ultra-processed food, and I mean very little ultra-processed food, that there is another person that eats even more than 60% averaged out. It's in, it's crazy that people do not understand how dangerous this has become. Even rich people are eating them and they're edging out healthy food. Hey, buddy, would you like to have a banana, a little bit of broccoli, maybe, or a delicious nut? No, thank you. I think I'm going to eat this vile, gorgeous, blue shit. Ultra-processed foods are carefully formulated to be so palatable and satisfying that they're almost addictive. Do you remember when we all learned that? So- they're not almost addictive. Sugar is an addictive substance. 
Sugar, I, I can make this, I'll make this argument in front of anybody. Sugar is an addictive substance. Social media sites knew that that action, like we just couldn't stop ourselves from doing it because we're such little bloody gorgeous little eight morons. I always suspected that what's happening online is basically what happens everywhere. That's the way that greed functions. They work out what's effective and successful and they just continually amplify it. And there's no point where they'll cap it and go, is this, have we gone too far now? And ultimately, in the end, we're just going to be scrolling and scrolling and consuming blue delicious gunk and just dropping dead of cancer after they keep us alive. About I like how I said blue. I said, but I said blue also. 20 years very expensive drugs that they could lower the price of, but yes. whoa, they're making it addictive. It seems that these apes get addicted to stuff if it's still delicious. Well, oh, hold on a minute, but that means... So he makes funny voices too. Me and Russell have a lot in common. They'll just eat bad stuff all the time. Yeah, I know, but if you price that correctly, that doesn't matter. Yeah, but what about God and the way we should all treat each other? There is no God and nothing matters. Carry on. Ultra processed foods are carefully formulated to be so palatable and satisfying that they're almost addictive. It's not almost, they are addictive, said Dr. Eric M. He I've been saying it forever. They are addictive. Sugar is a drug. Somebody just, Leo uh, Ramirez just said it in the chat. Sugar is a drug. First off, you get the initial hit of it on the taste buds. Then once it quickly goes into uh, the, your bloodstream, it releases a dopamine effect in your brain. You know what else does that shit? Drugs. Drugs do that. Drugs, drugs go into your system quickly and then have a dopamine effect on the brain. That's what drugs do, motherfuckers. Sugar is a drug. Hecht, an epidemiologist at the Schmidt College of Medicine at Florida Atlantic University. What does he know? The problem is that in order to make the products taste better and better, manufacturers make them less and less like real food. What's wrong with us? Do you know what people don't like? It's real food. What they want is something that looks like a hamburger, but it's made of sugar and dipped in heroin. <laughs> This is delicious. Funny. Recent research has demonstrated a link between highly processed foods and low mood. No, no shit. Wait. One 2022 study of over 10,000 adults in the United States, the more UPF's participants ate, the more likely they were to report mild depression or feelings of anxiety. How do you feel after drinking all that black sugary drink and eating all that salty, disgusting processed food? I'm wondering if I might be not a great guy. Uh-huh. How about some more sugar? Okay. Yep. And they chase it. They, sh they, they, they sugar seek. That's an addictive action. Like... You eat something that makes you feel worse, so then you eat more of it because it, it like you eat something that in the moment makes you feel good. Okay, you you ingest, eat, shoot up, whatever something that makes you feel in the moment good. Then you feel worse than you felt before after you've eaten it after it wears off. So then you seek out more of it, more and more and more and more and more of it. Sugar is another reason why it is uh, addictive is because people seek out more and more and more of it even knowing that it has deleterious effects on their body, even knowing that it's bad for their health. I mean, we have people that inject themselves with insulin every day that eat sugar every day, processed sugar every day. That's how fucking moronic this is. Like, if you take metformin, if you take... Shit, motherfuckers, if you have a hard time with sugar, like, I mean, some people are saying, like, the, thanks to Nomo and Barberine, like, you've got your sugar cravings under control. That is awesome for you. Stay off of the sugar, and that will get better and better and better. But I'm telling you, like, people, people need to understand, like, the more sugar you take in, the more you want it because it's a fucking drug. New research has also found a connection between high UPF consumption and cognitive decline. How are you feeling after eating all that food? Me no feel bad today. Me feel good today. More burger want. A 2022 study that followed nearly 11,000...
This is the study I've talked about multiple times. Brazilian adults over a decade found a correlation between eating ultra-processed foods and worse cognitive function, the ability to learn, remember, reason, and solve problems. Who needs any of that shit? Just sit there. Think about that. Learn, reason, solve problems. So people that have eaten 20% or more, because that's in the Brazilian study, 20% or more over six to 10 years have a harder time learning, solving problems, and reason. America eats 60% of this shit. 60%, not 20, 60, three times the amount. Learn, reason, solve problems. This is why we're stupid, childish, and can't figure this shit the fuck out. Get there faster. Down and eat your delicious sludge, you morons. Okie doke. While we have a natural decline in these abilities with age, we saw that this decline accelerated by 28% in people who consume more than 20% of their calories from UPS, said Natalia Gomez Goncalves, a postdoctoral researcher at the University of Sao Paulo Medical School and the lead author of the study. It's also worth considering the possibility that the link between highly processed foods and mental health works in both directions. Diet does influence mood, but the reverse is also true, said yep. Dr. Frank Hu, a professor of nutrition and epidemiology at the Harvard T.H. Chan School of Public Health. When you get stressed, anxious, or depressed, you tend to eat more unhealthy foods, in particular ultra-processed foods that are high in sugar and fat. Yeah, you're self-medicating. I talk about it all the time. You're, you're self-medicating. Yeah, I think we all recognize that. Let me know in the chat in the comments. When you feel down and a bit depressed, one of the ways that you might try to soothe yourself or lift your mood is, ironically, by doing the thing that put you in that terrible state in the first place. You beautiful. That's called addiction. That's called addiction. Dove monkey. A study by Imperial School of Public Health found that higher consumption of ultra-processed foods was associated with a greater risk of developing cancer overall, and specifically with ovarian and brain cancers. It was also associated with an increased risk of dying from cancer, most notably with ovarian and breast cancers. But what I do is very frustrating because I understand people do not want to hear the harsh truths and especially how I deliver them oftentimes. But I'm trying to save your fucking lives. Being super sweet and nice about it has not fucking worked. You don't listen because you can't reason, solve problems or fucking learn because of how you're eating. So the nice, the niceties about it, being super sweet and nice, you don't reason well, you don't learn well, and you don't fucking think well because of what you've been doing to yourself, you can't be coddled. You can't be reasoned with because you don't fucking reason. You need to be hit over the head with the proverbial hammer. So I don't necessarily enjoy people hating me. I don't really give a fuck, but I don't enjoy people hating me. It's not something I find joy in. Well, I mean, I find joy in their fucking ridiculous comments. I really do. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna be very, very honest. I've been having the fucking wildly entertaining time this past weekend on, on, on Twitter. But I don't want people to hate me, but I will say this. If we cannot adjust this, it is a problem in society. And since we cannot learn, reason, or in fact solve problems because you can't fucking get there by how you're treating yourself, us placating that in any way is not going to incentivize anybody to learn, reason, or solve problems. If your learn, learning skills, reasoning skills, and problem-solving skills are already diminished by what the fuck you've done to yourself, you are not going to listen to people that are being nice to you 
So somebody needs to, in fact, hit you over the head with the proverbial hammer and be the villain that you hate so much that you engage with. Because if you want to look at everything that's happened over even over the weekend, these people are at least engaged in this conversation. They are engaged in the hate of me and the truths I say. They're so engaged with the hate of me that they can't answer the truth, so they just are going to hate me. And I am totally good with that. You know why? Because then they are engaged in the conversation. And they can't avoid, they're not avoiding the conversation anymore. So oftentimes, what happens, and this has happened to me multitudes of times with our coaching, I'll get a message from somebody, hey, I need your help. Uh, I used to hate you. I've, I had somebody who told me, so I had somebody get coaching tell me that they had sent me death threats before online. And I have then helped them. They're, they're not, a, not a client anymore because they lost weight and kept it off. And they came out of it and, in fact, fucking realized I was right and came to me for coaching. I will take that 10 out of 10. One person, if I can help save one person's life, one person's child's life, I will gladly fucking do it. But holy fuck, people. Us being super nice is not solving this problem. These people do not reason well. They do not think well. They do not pro solve problems well. So you can't just coddle their asses. You have to fucking, in fact, tell them the truth in a very blunt fashion that gets their motherfucking attention. And that's what I'm doing. I'm getting their motherfucking attention. I do remember it's delicious and it's highly profitable for the people that make it. How is it they're able to continue doing this when everyone knows that it's bad for us? Why are the government not doing something about it? Surely the government should be operating on your behalf. The government does not operate on your behalf and the government's not doing anything about it because they're in the pockets of big food and big pharma, clearly. Off to regulate these industries and ensure that where possible, we're given the best opportunities to stay healthy and fit. So why is that not happening? Coca-Cola, PepsiCo, AB InBev, and 27 other companies spent close to $40 million a year on lobbying in an effort to make their voices heard by lawmakers and regulators. Lobbying just means stopping people doing what they should do and would do if lobbying ended. That's it. And documents released in December show an influential group that helps shape U.S. food policy and steers consumers towards nutritional products has financial ties to the world's largest processed food companies and has been controlled by former industry employees who have worked for companies like Monsanto. <laughs> so the people that go, we are America. Obviously, you idiots are eating poisonous food that we're selling you. That's why we, an independent body funded by them, have got some advice about what to do. <clears throat> keep doing what you're doing, please. But it's bad for us. We don't care about that. Just keep doing it. And thanks for your taxes. The documents reveal the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics has a record of quid pro quos with a range of food giants, owns stock in ultra-processed food companies, and has received millions in contributions from producers of pop, candy, and processed foods leading to diabetes, Absolutely heart disease, disgusting. obesity, and other health problems. What is the point of that? What's having the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics owning stock in ultra-processed food? We are... They're trying to keep you fat. The, 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 government, it, the, the government at this point in time, when it comes to our health, like the government when it comes to our health is just an extension of big food and big pharma. The governing bodies, the governing bodies, such as the CDC, the NIH, the organization he's talking about, the USDA, they are an extension of big food and big pharma. Get there faster. They are funded by these people. 
The CDC has it on their website that they take funding from these people. The FDA also does. They take funding from these people. The government shouldn't have revenue. I'm here for one reason and one reason only, to direct you towards healthy food. Also, we do own stocks in very unhealthy foods that have caused this problem in the first place. But do not let that think that that will buy. What? Sorry. We accept money and we're funded by. Stop eating that good food and eat that food that exactly. you're already eating. Exactly, you're not like measuring the disjunct. See, the way you're sold these products, when I think of pop and candy, think, woohoo, like Coca-Cola sold to you. Can you remember a Coca-Cola advert that wasn't like just sort of some young, sexy person or a jolly family or Christmas right. itself? And McDonald's is also full of life and luster yes. and vivacity and good humour and ease. But it's the actual opposite of what's going on. You notice that yes. continually through your culture. They tell you this, but really it's that. The Academy accepted at least 50 million dollars from corporate and organizational contributors from 2011 to 2017 and over 4.5 million in additional funding went to the academy's foundation among the highest contributions came from companies such as nestle, nestle. pepsico hershey kellogg's general mills conagra the national dairy council and the baby formula producer abbott nutrition bloody hell they always find a loophole we have set up an academy to make sure this stops happening oh that's not good can we fund it yes okay carry on then more than 300 children including two 10 year olds were recently found working at McDonald's restaurants across Kentucky and several other states in violation of federal labor laws. Wow. They're selling you bad food. They're exploiting your children. They're I did not know that. Lying to you continually. And we're not going to do anything about it because the body that was inaugurated in order to protect you is funded by them. That is how it works. Are you loving it? So there you go. A simple... Awesome, awesome video, Mr. Brand. I, I'm going to do just real quick Q&A and then I'm going to get on with my day. I got to work out and then I want to get some sun. So uh, I'm just going to pop on up. Excellent video by Russell Brand, pretty much reciting everything I've been saying for the last three years. Um, I did not know about the ch child, the child stuff, but I do honestly encourage everybody to follow me on Alan Roberts Uncensored on Spotify. You can go back past all these old lives and you can see that I have said damn near that same shit for three years, four years, five years now that eating ultra-processed food does in fact make you fucking stupid. And you don't learn well, you don't reason well, and imagine that it's like it's three times the amount that they realized makes it so people don't learn well, reason well, or able to solve problems with. Three times the amount of that. And then go look. And again, I highly encourage you, anybody watching this, you don't need to like me because I don't give a fuck. I don't. What people think about me, really none of my business. I accepted years ago that me trying to help people get healthy was uh, in the way I do it is not going to actually win me any type of popularity awards. I understand that. I am totally good with that. I can, however, say, uh, and I, I truly mean this, I can, however, say that I get messages all day long of, from people that I've helped. And I see all of you in the chat talking about you know, the advice I've given, the products I've put out help you. I don't care if it was just one person. I will help them. But I can guarantee you this. Coddling and pretending it's not a problem is not going to help anybody. It's just going to kill people. Obesity kills. Obesity kills people. Absolutely. It is destroying our society. There is no greater fight than, 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 than this right now. People talk about like... Uh, my fitness industry cohorts and stuff like that. Fine. Get, get people doing these hard workouts that they can't maintain for a long time. 
it's the food. It is the food. We need to control our hunger. We need to stay away from ultra processed foods. We need to treat sugar like it is the addictive substance it is. Have a good day. So I'm going to screw back up here. Let's see. My 75-year-old retired nurse, di nurse diabetic, very unhealthy mother just told me that she is not going to give up junk food until her pancreas literally gives out. That's addiction. That is addiction. I'm very sorry to hear that. Let people hate the hate. They hate me too because uh, I tell them the truth. Exactly. Like, what the fuck are they going to do? You know, they don't understand you are the kind one. Tr uh, truth is kindness. That's I say that all the time. I am way nicer to somebody, even in my delivery, than somebody that lies to somebody's face. Oh, you're fine. Eat that. You're perfectly fine. That's a lie. And we all know it. My anxiety has gotten so much better since not eating sugar and carbs. And it will continue to get better. Your mental clarity will get better. It's amazing. There's too much distance between what you consume and what it does. I try to tell my friend all the time about her sugar consumption, and it's horrible. Her answer, I'm going to live my life. Not for fucking long. That's for sure. You can take the hate. You're not soft like them. It's, it's, honestly, I've been having a blast. And I seriously, I encourage you to guys to go follow me on Twitter because it's been an absolute blast uh, to, to this last weekend. I have laughed. I have openly laughed out loud multiple times. Um, it's been a lot of fun. And again, what I do is I have people talk. People are having this conversation now. Like there's back and forth and discussion going on. And that's what I want to incite. There's back and forth discussion about these topics that we need to get there with. And then people see the irrationality of these people and it helps them reinforce them that they need to be healthy. So I understand that people don't seem to understand why I do things the way I do things. One, it is literally just my personality. I'm a sarcastic asshole and I love it. I absolutely, I'm, I, I am who I'm going to be and I am very sarcastic and I can be a fucking asshole and I fucking own that shit. I'm totally good with it. But it does also help further conversation. 100%. Dropping sugar and carbs help with my mood swings. I, 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 same here. I completely agree. I know I've known for a long time I, I've been large myself and having lost the weight and done my research, food and sugar and high carbs is a killer. Absolutely. The government gets a pretty penny from these industries. Yes, they do. Big Pharma does not create cures. They create customers. I completely agree with that. Uh, maybe taking sugar and carbs away from Karens will solve Karen epidemic. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I feel as long as there are people admiring these really obese people, they will never, they will never be cha uh, challenged to change. Exactly. If, if people are like, oh, I look dead sexy. You're 400 pounds. No, you don't. That's horrible. Horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. As long as they can, as long as they, they, and I'm not saying like, I don't want, it's like, I don't want people to feel bad about themselves, but at the same time, us like pretending that it's okay for them and society is hurting them and society. We are trying to protect their feelings instead of them and society. Fuck your feelings. Fuck them. Let's protect your life and society. So crazy. Montana recently banned TikTok. All the other states should quickly follow. It, it is the most toxic place in the world. I, I agree and disagree. I agree it's a very toxic place, but I tell you this right now. It is information travels faster on TikTok from around the world than any other platform. Viable, real information with video to back it up. And I don't believe that any forms of communication should be banned. I believe we should just see it for what it is. I, I believe I'm a free speech absolutist, and I don't think people should be, in fact, told what they can't say. I don't post on TikTok because they just delete my shit, but I have found, besides all the fat acceptance bullshit I see on there, I have found tons of ways to help 
grow food at home, tons of ways to raise rabbits at home, tons, tons of ways to take care of little projects. I have been entertained. It is a matter of how people ingest this shit. We, should we shouldn't expect platforms and stuff like that to take care of ourselves. We should we, I don't believe in censorship because I'm a free speech absolutist, right? But we should expect people to take personal responsibility for themselves. That's what we should expect. Like the concept of like TikTok is too dangerous for the population. Like, and I'm saying like, and I will say maybe we should have like an age limit on social media. Like maybe you, you cannot actually get an account until you're 18 or 16 or something like that. But we, I mean, because they're not fully developed, but the band, the band speech is not where, where I'm going with this. These companies are uh, also do horrible, uh, horrible things in third world countries that don't have access to information, con convincing them that chocolate is healthy because it gives them energy. Nestle does that. You are absolutely right. I told my cousin about Nomo and she said it worked, but, uh, but caused her blood, blood pressure to go up. I've never, ever, 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 ever heard of that happening to anybody unless she is absolutely... The only thing I could think of is if she's allergic to something, it is non-stimulant and non-thermogenic based. It is it has nothing to do with your blood pressure at all. None. But I feel bad for them. So uh, Nick, I hate when people uh people say you only live once. Yeah, it, no shit. That's awesome that people are actually having discussion about important things on Twitter. I'll uh I'll never go back though, because that's where my opinions aren't really worth sharing. I got you. Hey, I, if, if once I'm done with all this shit, I won't be on social media at all. For real. Once I'm done with all this shit, I like what when I retire when I retire from doing all this stuff, I will, I'm done with social media. Done. And be super happy about it. Hey, Alan, I have a question. If it uh, if I hit my calories before my protein goals, should I go over my calories to reach or should I just stop uh, stop eating to do better the next day? There should be a calorie range, not a calorie goal. Um, you're I mean, because basically as you record food, that is just a guesstimate anyway. Um, there, like if your calorie goals should just be 200 up and 200 down. I would prioritize protein over calories just because uh, protein is more important and it keeps you more satiated. And then the next day, adjust down, get rid of the, some of the carbohydrates that you took in that took up the space for the protein. Uh, I've lost seven pounds this month by going high protein and exercising. I have a baby that will be crawling soon and I need to be get healthier for him and myself. I'm over, I've over, uh, I'm overweight. The majority, I've been overweight the majority of my life. Uh, so, uh, again, just the last little bit of this, I'm just going to say we've got some coaching slots available. If you are having a hard time with uh, with the, uh, with your habits and you realize that you're addicted to these foods that are, in fact, making you sickly and, in fact, stupid, we can help you by adjusting your lifestyle. And once again, 15% deal, 15% uh, off uh, for the uh, for no morbidity at Tiger Fitness. But here's where else you can get it. And guys, I am going to wrap this up for the day. Um, oh, one more time, because I, I will answer any uh, question Dallin has. Just a thought. Do you think that the chronic dopamine hits from food and uh, quick access to information is contributing to serotonin exhaustion? I do. Highly likely. Highly, highly, highly likely. Alan, what's the sugar replacement that Crystal uses? I believe she uses stevia. Uh, like, like, I believe she uses stevia or uh, coconut sugar, something like that. Uh, but I'm not sure. I, well, I'll ask her that. All right, guys, I hope everybody has a great day. I will be back tomorrow, 1 p.m. I hope to talk to you all soon. I hope you're all having a great day. Join the app. Join the movement. We need to get America healthy again. Make America healthy again. Have a good day.